5: Good afternoon. I'm Bill Bunkley with the Bill Bunkley Show here this afternoon, and we have some breaking news out of the port of Beirut, Lebanon. There has been, in the last few moments, a massive, and I want to say it's a massive explosion. It happened at the port of Beirut, and uh, I'll tell you a little bit more, but I just was able to watch... um, A video that was posted on Facebook, and apparently what happened there at the port, there was a fire that initially broke out, and so some of the media and the press were following this fire that broke out in the port of Beirut, and there are some indications that it was next to some sort of fireworks facility or storage area or container. And uh, while this person was filming the fire, the massive explosion took place. And you will see how fast it erupts. I want to tell you that the airport is, is, is near to downtown Beirut. It's about six miles from the port. The damage is so far from the center of the blast there is damage at least six miles away at the Beirut airport. Downtown Beirut looks like a war zone. The streets around the port looks like a war zone. It is, I don't even think if the word massive is, uh, is big enough to try to describe to you what happened. Now, I will tell you this. Um... You can go to my Facebook page at Bill Bunkley, if you're by a computer. Go to Facebook Bill Bunkley. I just posted uh, the link to this video. Now, I want to tell you, it's uh, when I watched it the first time, I thought I was just watching the, the event that I'm describing to you. But then to my shock and to my utter uh, gasping, you're going to see the explosion take place. Now, it's far enough away, and what happens is it knocks down the uh, the person taking the video, the camera. So you're not going to see anything personally graphic except the power of the explosion itself. I did notate that it wasn't uh, appropriate for uh, just, just mature audiences. Now, I will tell you, I posted it also on my Twitter page at Bill Bunkley. Uh, unfortunately, just before, minutes ago, I saw that the spell check on Twitter, instead of accepting Beirut, it said Berlin. So it says Berlin Explosion. Uh apologize for that, but uh, you can see that also on my Twitter page. And um, that was the very first, as I oftentimes, when we have events like this, uh, part of my investigating. sometimes uh there are uh eyewitness accounts that are posted uh, often they're not um the type of uh video content you would want to post publicly uh because oftentimes you see exactly what the carnage is uh but I can tell you if you go to uh right now if you will go to uh foxnews.com it is the lead story and when you look at the picture uh that's uh there you will see exactly what I'm talking about. It is unbelievable. And so, obviously, we want to begin our thoughts and prayers for them. I've already been communicating with Tom Adama, which is Heart for Lebanon, and it is a truly incredible um thing that we have just witnessed, and uh, I made that available for Tom be, because Tom is the co-founder of Heart for Lebanon, and you know that Heart for Lebanon is one of our um, um, ministry partners here. And um, a little bit of a reference, when I was in Beirut, of course I flew into that Beirut airport from um, – Heathrow Airport in London, uh, and again, yes, when you come into, for those of you, uh, maybe some of you in the military, some of you are quite older, but uh, Beirut used to be uh, the place to come for the summertime. Uh, many, many uh, travelers from Europe would come to, to Beirut, just like they come to Florida here, uh, because the beaches uh, along the Mediterranean are just... Uh, are just absolutely uh, spectacular, and so when you come in to land, you are flying over the water very, very low, and uh, you literally come in across the Mediterranean, and then you just are just uh, you know a few feet above until you land at the Beirut airport. Now, not far from this location, if you remember the bombing. Uh, of the Marines in Beirut several years ago. Uh, That complex was also just off the Mediterranean, and uh, it's not there today, uh, but the location of that is not far from this area in the port. Now, the port uh, is also just a, a couple of three miles, maybe up to six, from downtown Beirut and uh, while i was there uh on my uh mission trip for heart for lebanon this was just before uh i was uh, it was a november october november in that area september october november of uh, that would have been nine, uh, 2016 um because many of um you know jesus uh jesus didn't stop at today's uh, israeli lebanon border no um Uh, uh, there are places uh, that signify uh, Jesus' ministry in Lebanon. And uh, if you go back and study the maps of the Old Testament, you know, uh, Old and New Testament, you know that several of the port cities uh, up and down uh, not only uh, Israel, but uh, up into Lebanon as well as Syria. All of those uh, have uh, some significance in some of the history that's recorded uh, in the Holy Scriptures. And uh, I was um, uh, just blessed by members of the Heart for Lebanon staff that uh, uh, wanted us to see some of those areas. And uh, I've got pictures of uh, some of the two or three of the ancient ports right there. Uh, Akko was one of them. That we went uh, went and visited, and so uh, also uh, the day that uh, I think the day that we were departing on our flight, or, or, or no, the evening before, uh, we all went down to the waterfront uh, right there uh, at downtown Beirut and the ports right next to that, and, and just had a delightful afternoon on the Mediterranean uh, before we uh, left. So, as you can imagine, um, since I have. Uh, been all around the area that you're talking about. It concerns me. Also, uh, there is um, there is a heart for there 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 is a heart for Lebanon operation uh, of their uh, missionary work uh, there in Lebanon. And uh, I was trying to uh, connect with Tom uh, to see if uh, they've been able to do any assessments on any uh, injuries. Uh, to any of the Heart for Lebanon staff or any of the families that they are serving. Remember, Heart for Lebanon is uh, uh, involved with the provision of uh, taking a, a portion, a care a portion of the millions of refugees that have come in from the war with ISIS, from the Syrian war, very important work that they're doing there. Fortunately, the new headquarters, uh, for heart for Lebanon is uh, over the mountain range there in the Bekaa Valley, so I don't know to what extent the um, the, the operation uh, is uh, the status uh, there in downtown Beirut, uh, but I do know that uh, the main um, artery, if you will, uh, the 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 center of of all of the of the operations is uh, safely in the Bekaa Valley as it pertains to this particular incident. So um, we're going to keep monitoring this uh, as the afternoon goes on. And, again, I am uh, just disappointed on my Twitter. Um, It uh, unfortunately had uh, a heading for um, uh, the um, um, Berlin explosion, and it's obviously the um, explosion that happened in Beirut. Well, we're uh, just absolutely delighted you're with us this afternoon. And uh, as we're asking you to um, get, if we've just briefed you and asked you to pray for what's happening on the ground there in Lebanon. Remember that Lebanon is uh, very much um, a a Christian country. Now, they're, they've been taken over by Hezbollah, and interesting that uh, when Hezbollah took over There was a car bombing that killed the leader of uh, Lebanon, and that's when uh, Hezbollah moved in. In just a couple of days, the investigation by the United Nations on who was behind that bombing is supposed to come out as well. But I want to tell you that in that region, uh, before all of this, uh, with the terrorists moving in, Lebanon is very much uh, a nation that's just full of Christians. And uh, if you know anyone from Lebanon who have moved here, you probably would be able to give the testimony, yeah, I know some folks from Lebanon, and yes, they were Lebanese Christians that immigrated here to America. So I have a real heart for this area, so should you, and uh, let's just pray uh, for all those that, uh, certainly for the families of those who have been killed, there are, this thing is so strong and massive, there's going to be mass casualties and uh, who knows, the hospitals are said to be filled up already uh, with the injured. Let's just uh, pray for the Lord to just move for the survivors and those who have lost loved ones. Well, we got a special uh, briefing coming up actually in the third hour today. And I'll just go ahead and tell you that uh, about 5.30 during the Bill Bunkley show today, uh, we're going to be speaking with uh, Trump campaign senior advisor Katrina Pearson. And uh, if you watch uh, Fox at any time, you know that Katrina is a regular uh, guest on the show uh, because, uh, again, she's one of the senior advisors. She's going to be talking about Vice President Mike Pence, who's coming to Clearwater tomorrow. I think it's about 2.30 tomorrow. And he's going to be talking about this administration's accomplishments uh, in the area of religious liberty as well as pro-family issues. Uh, We'll talk about uh, this hurricane-turned-tropical storm that's wreaking havoc, havoc up the Atlantic coast. And Billy Graham's statue is going to be added to the statutes there in Statuary Hall at the U.S. Capitol. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back.
6: zulon press is a division of salem communications the same people who bring you this nifty radio station what if you could take your marriage from good to great enter
7: family life today's take your marriage from good to great contest and you could win dinner for two with dave and ann wilson as well as attend a live taping with the family life today team including transportation and lodging Enter once each day now through August 14th by visiting letstalkfaith.com and enter keyword marriage. No purchase necessary. Contest ends August 14th. Restrictions apply. Official rules at familylifetoday.com slash good contest.
1: Listen to Faith Talk weekday mornings at 8 for Alan Jackson, senior pastor of World Outreach Church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. We're reluctant to
7: embrace its morality. We're embarrassed it's not politically correct. Somebody might
8: ostracize us. They'll say we're old-fashioned. Folks, if lining up with Almighty God makes me old-fashioned, I'm going to get in the line. I yield to Him.
1: Alan Jackson Ministries, weekday mornings at 8, on Faith Talk AM 570 and 910.
5: Bill Phil Bunkley here, 877-943-9673, that's 877-943-9673. Um, let me just uh, do a couple things here because I'm getting a couple of um, uh, tweets back and forth uh, about uh, uh, some of um, what's happening in Lebanon. Well, let me just take a moment or so. Um, you know, the Lord has directed us to uh this uh horrific incident. If you're just joining us, a massive explosion uh right there uh, along the Mediterranean, the port of Beirut. Port of Beiruts about 6 miles from uh the Beirut airport, uh just very close to where the Marines uh had that horrific bombing uh, several decades ago. And uh, really, just a stone's throw, same as the airport from downtown Beirut. So what uh, I thought I would do is just shift for just a moment because it's it's sort of interesting. And uh, because many of you may not have been aware of the huge Christian population of our brothers and sisters uh, who are Lebanese, known as uh, Lebanese Christians, that might spark a, a little bit. But there's a number of locations not only did uh you know Jesus uh walk throughout the holy Land in Israel. Not only did his family take a, a trip to Egypt when he was just a a little guy, uh, but um, there's uh, a lot more activities, there's a lot more ministry that took place uh, in some of the uh, outer areas. And so when you look at uh, Beirut and you look at uh, Lebanon, that um, it's amazing to understand that even though most people will tour uh, up to uh, that Lebanese border, uh, there's a lot more that took place in some of the outer areas. And um, when you look at um, uh, not only Damascus, uh, you know, when you are in, Lebanon, you are basically not too far from being due west of Damascus, Syria. And so we know the Apostle Paul was there in Damascus, Syria, uh, and that's where he was taken after he had his conversion on the road to Damascus. Now, one thing you might do is pull up a map and go to uh, Caesarea or Caesarea Philippi. Now that is the place that um, uh, Jesus asked the disciples, "Who do you say I am?" And Peter said, "Thou art the Christ." And uh, as Peter made that statement, now there is a there's a large cave there, and uh, in in the in, in very ancient biblical times at uh, Caesarea uh, Philippi or some call it. I tend to call it uh, Caesarea Pilavai. But nonetheless, that was a huge place of pagan um, uh, worship, uh, devil worship. And keep in mind, it is just a little bit south uh, of the northern Israeli border. And when you look how close that location is to Damascus, you get an idea that uh, uh, some of the sites that are just on the other side of the Israeli border where we know some significant uh, uh, ministry took place because uh, Jesus did walk uh, and did uh, go up in those areas uh, in that part of Lebanon. And Lebanon's not that large, just like Israel's not that large. So when you go into southern Lebanon, uh, maybe you're an hour and a half, uh, I'm trying to remember, two hours' drive from downtown Beirut. (coughs) But that Caesarea Philippi, is where they believe that cave went into the underworld. They believe that Satan and uh, the devil and uh, their demons and imps, they believe that they went to the center of the earth and came out of the center of the earth from right there uh, in that area. And so um, the Lebanese people... um, we're just um, absolutely um, some of the early converts to Christianity. And uh, because of that, um, it's, a, it's a part of history that really that we probably should talk a little bit more about and uh, maybe focus in about because, there, well, there's so much to talk about um, as it uh, uh, comes to, um, you know, uh, his travels in Israel. Uh, we sometimes have to remind ourselves that that there's a lot more that happened uh, up there in uh, Lebanon. And so um, when you hear about Sidon and Tyre, um, and by the way, the the folks in Lebanon call that Sir. um, And remember that uh, we have recordings of uh, him doing ministry uh, up into that area. And it um, and even records when, uh, I think, when Jesus said, um, uh, leaving that place, Jesus withdrew to the region of Tyre and Sidon. So we know that uh, uh, he was up in that area as he was uh, sharing uh, the good news. And, in fact, I've just passed this along to you, that uh, in Lebanon, um, there is a town... Um, And they claim that when Jesus uh, turned uh, water into wine, the first miracle, they claim that uh, it was a little bit further up into Lebanon where all of that uh, took place. Um, Now, tradition says it happened uh, in an arid village not far from the Sea of Galilee uh, where that uh, took place. But there's a Lebanese uh, archaeologist by the name of Youssef Harani, and um, he is a specialist in archaeology as far as the Canaanite culture. Um, He is very convinced that the real Cana is Kana, Q-A-N-A. It's a mostly Muslim town about 15 miles west of the Israeli border and southeast of the port city of Tyre. Now, that would put it to very, very near the coast of uh, Mediterranean. Uh, it's built on a hill that contains a grotto sanctuary called Al Jalia. It is a sanctuary that uh, uh, the believers there um, have uh, recognized where they believe that the first uh, um, uh, miracle took place there and that Jesus actually spent the night there. And so we um, won't go any more on that, but uh, just interesting of in that part of the region, if you're just joining us, massive explosion, Port of Beirut. Uh, that's where Heart for Lebanon, one of our ministry partners, uh, are located. So we're praying for all the Lebanese people right now and invite you to join us. More of the Bill Monkley Show coming up in a moment. Don't go away. Be right back.
9: SRN News, I'm John Scott. A huge explosion has rocked Beirut, Lebanon, inflicting injuries and damaging buildings in a large radius around the city's port. A Lebanese Red Cross official says there were dead and wounded, but did not have an exact figure, just saying there were hundreds of casualties. The U.S. approaching 5 million confirmed cases of the coronavirus, far outpacing other countries. The reasons obvious Americans are resisting taking steps to avoid getting infected. Tropical storm Isaesis is on the move, spawning tornadoes and dumping rain along an inland march up the U.S. east coast. At least two people were killed, several more missing after one of those tornadoes flattened a mobile home in Windsor, North Carolina. The storm is sustaining winds of 65 miles per hour and moving at 35 miles per hour. On Wall Street, the Dow is ahead 108 points. The Nasdaq now is down, or is up one. This is SRN News
3: Is there evidence of the Egyptian army's demise in the Red Sea? If you've seen the first part of this investigation of the Red Sea Miracle, you don't want to miss the continuation. The results of his pursuits are faith-affirming and fascinating. You must see Patterns of Evidence, The Red Sea Miracle Part 2. To see this powerful documentary and others in the series, go to SalemNow.com and use the promo code TAMPA. For 20% off. Saturday mornings at 8. Ask an attorney with Joe Pippen.
7: And the benefit of the trust is no probate, no guardianship, quick, easy, fast, efficient, and private documents. And uh, in this case, we provide for each of them for the rest of their life with some security factor there. And also provide for their
1: children. Ask an attorney with Joe Pippen. Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com.
3: Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com.
11: Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk AM 570 and AM 910. But you can also listen using Alexa. Simply tell her to enable Faith Talk Tampa and enjoy streaming at letstalkfaith.com.
5: We're back. Bill Bunkley here. Call eyes open
12: at 877
5: 943 9673. But I want to talk about our campaign because first I want to say thank you for those who have stepped up. And I'm so honored to, uh, to just, just know that uh, you care. And we're talking about the starving children of the Caribbean and South America. This is a this is an emergency a disaster. And we know that plagues and what plagues in the poorest areas of the globe in the world when plagues hit these areas, it is a human catastrophe. I want to tell you how proud I am for the... Ministry of Food for the Poor. Food for the Poor has been working in areas to provide food and water uh, day in and day out for years in many areas that uh, the governments uh, that control that piece of real estate, they don't have anywhere near the, sometimes the will or the expertise or the ability to care for the poorest of Their people. And so right now I want to tell you that usually with food for the poor, we talk about uh, malnutrition, kids not getting enough to eat. Well, now they're starving because we need to get food in there right now. You know, everything's shut down. Uh, Dad can't go work on construction jobs, uh, piecemeal every day. He can't go to the farms to work because they're shut down. Uh, A lot of moms will make things to sell in the market, but uh, that's not happening because the markets are shut down because they don't have the type of mechanism and the reinforcement that we have here on how to stay safe. They just tell everybody you can't leave home. And when you can't leave home, then you can't get your daily substance of food. So here's how you can help. Would you consider right now picking up the phone, are going online and would you stand with us right now many have stood with us in the last few days it is a one-time gift a gift to feed a starving child and I'm not kidding one hundred eighty-five dollars will feed a child a second child a third child a fourth a fifth child five suffering children five starving children We'll get six months of emergency food relief from Food for the Poor, our partner, for six months. I always pose this question because I know I have a 14-year-old that's eating me out of house and home. Where he puts it because he's not putting on weight. My food budget uh, has a a great record of what's going on here, but we don't see that in the visual. Anyway, $37.00. Provides emergency food for relief for one child for six months. Now, we're asking you to take five for 185 but you know what? There are some folks here who look for opportunities for ministry every year. And it's not a question of if they will give. The question is where will they give? And so I hope I'm talking to you if uh, you know you've been blessed of the Lord in that category. So I need you to call right now. We need to get uh, this campaign uh, just absolutely soaring off the ground. Food for the Poor is experts about getting food into into the countries, getting it to their to where the need is. Because right now, without their expertise, a lot of supplies are being ripped off by government uh, bands of bandits, et cetera, et cetera. Food for the Poor knows how to get this food into these areas. So would you call, would you take your five starving children right now for a one-time gift of $185? By the way, it is tax-deductible. Call 855-353-4673. That's 855-353-4673. You can give uh, with uh, our operators are standing by. You can also make it real easy if you're in the car and you got your smartphone. Just pull over for a second. Dial pound 250. Now, don't do this driving. Pull over the side of the road. Pound 250 and hit send, and you'll hear a prompt. When you hear that prompt, just say give. Give. That's the key word. Give, and it will route you to uh, uh, Food for the Poor, who uh, will take your call. You can also go to our website, letstalkfaith.com. That's letstalkfaith.com. You uh, can give there as well. So let's talk a, a little bit about religious liberty religious freedom. And let's talk a little bit about another case of hypocrisy. Now by the way, by chance have you witnessed on your television any time during the last two months have you noticed any demonstrators? Have you noticed any protesters? have you noticed uh, any painting on our streets like in new york there was a there was a slogan that was painted on the street black lives matter have you seen sort of what's happening in portland out in seattle chicago out in Colorado, New York, etc., etc., etc. Not a lot of people have been arrested. There have been thousands, thousands, and I'm not talking about peaceful demonstrators. On top of the peaceful demonstrators, there are thousands who have destroyed property, who've hurt police and others. They've not been arrested. But, oh, let me tell you, if you are pro-life this afternoon, be careful. Because you don't seem to be getting the same protections as these violent protesters. Let me tell you what happened in our nation's capital. In our nation's capital. DC is patrolled by the Metropolitan Police Department. They are they are the folks in charge of policing the nation's capital. So Saturday morning, early Saturday morning, there were two protesters. Two 1 2 who were arrested for protesting Saturday morning what was their crime now get this think of all the federal buildings all of the statutes all of what what the marxist the uh antifa the anarchist uh all of the activity they've been doing, even in Washington, D.C., and didn't get arrested. But no, we got two protesters who were outside one of the D.C. Planned Parenthood abortion clinics, or let's just call it a facility. These two brave youngsters, they were representing a group that they belong to called Students for Life of America, SLA, and they were also representing the Frederick Douglass Foundation, the FDF. And what they were arrested for is they did not have any paint. They were armed with chalk. Are you hearing me? They were armed with chalk, and you know what they were writing on the—I uh, I guess on the sidewalk—before the Planned Parenthood facility: "Black preborn lives matter." Black preborn lives matter. Now, not comparing the two except to the fact, do you know how much protesting has taken place for Black Lives Matter? So when only two people come out to express their pro-life views, and they do it with chalk on the sidewalk, they get arrested, thank you very much. I don't know if you're like me, but I'm just shaking my head. I am just shaking my head. By the way, these two pro-life, quote-unquote, protesters with chalk, they say they had the necessary permit to do just what they were doing. According to both the Students for Life of America and the Frederick Douglass Foundation, the leadership of those two groups, that uh, they had received a permit to paint Black Preborn Lives Matter, quote unquote, with temporary paint on the street at their event directly in front of the abortion uh, facility. They were told verbally that they would not be prevented from painting and what kind of paint to buy. How about that? This comes from Christy Hamrick, Students for Life. She uh, gave this to the Washington Times. And the group was told, hey, just don't use non-permanent tempera paint for whatever reason. CBN News is reporting that the group says that D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser allowed the painting of the slogan, Black Lives Matter, on a public street. The city also allowed activists to paint other messages on city streets, including defund the police. When uh, when our two pro-lifers arrived at the abortion facility, they were greeted by not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, six D.C. police cars, six, two protesters. They were going to use the exact temporary paint they had purchased at the police instructions, but uh, the six patrol car officers told them they could not use it. Then they asked if they could use chalk. So they began riding on the sidewalk with chalk. And I got it on video. Police officer walks up, told them they'd be arrested if they continued. Isn't this amazing? This is America. This is why we must come out of the silence, out of the shadows. We need to be vocal and stand for religious freedom and religious liberty. I'm Bill Bunkley. Be right back.
1: She is yearning for shelter and affection that she never found at home.
13: This is an urgent message for all individuals with extremely large credit card debt. No matter how much you owe on your credit cards, the company that has settled more debt than anyone in the U.S. could settle your debt, too. While you make one low monthly program payment, you have the opportunity to hear how low your monthly program payment could be for free. This free information is available now simply by calling Freedom Debt Relief at 1-800-940-4409. I repeat, if you have extremely large credit card debt, you now have the ability to reduce your total debt and get one simple low monthly program payment. This could allow you to resolve your debt faster than you ever thought possible. But you should act quickly. Call Freedom Debt Relief now to learn how much you could save. 1-800-940-4409. Again, this life-changing information is available for free. To find out how much you may be able to save, call today. 1-800-940-4409. That's 1-800-940-4409. 1-800-940-4409.
8: This is David Davenport of the Hoover Institution for Townhall.com. Each year, Freedom House measures freedom around the world using several criteria. Unfortunately, its recent report showed the 14th consecutive year in which freedom worldwide has declined. The world is full of more dictators, and citizens possess fewer political and civil rights. Ethnic and religious groups are under fire. Sixty-four nations lost ground on the Freedom Scale last year, with only thirty-seven making gains. Surprisingly, the U.S. is not the bastion of freedom, you might think. Its score on the freedom scale has gone in the wrong direction from 89 two years ago to 86 this year. Nearly 50 other nations score ahead of us. Outside interference by Russia challenged our free and fair elections while religious and minority groups battled for rights. You can question the criteria, but whenever there's a test of freedom, we want the U.S. to score well. I'm David Davenport.
0: The Pepperdine School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program for leaders. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu.
6: Hey, are you guys open?
1: Yeah, yeah we are. Come on in. As businesses reopen across the nation... Is your business prepared for what comes next? Salem Surround can help. COVID-19 brought America's thriving economy to a screeching halt. But now, local businesses are getting back to normal. Are you ready for the return to business and all that pent-up consumer demand? Contact Salem Surround. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers.
12: Some kids never smile. They're embarrassed by their crooked teeth They want braces like the other kids, but their families can't afford them. Some may even try to straighten their teeth themselves. That can make everything worse. Luckily, there's Donated Orthodontic Services, a program from the American Association of Orthodontists. It helps provide orthodontic treatment to kids and teens whose families can't afford it. For kids who apply, are approved, and are matched with a volunteer orthodontist, it can be life-changing their treatment is in the hands of an expert, a licensed local orthodontic specialist who improves their smiles by correctly aligning teeth and jaws. Some kids think they'll never smile again, but donated orthodontic services may help them smile with confidence. To link to the application and eligibility requirements, Visit aaoinfo.org.
3: Take Faith Talk, AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, letstalkfaith.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com.
11: Church is where you find the teaching and fellowship to grow in Christ. But between Sundays, how do you keep your spiritual gas tank filled? You can always find strength between Sundays here on Faith Talk, AM 570 and AM 910. But if you live in the Lakeland, Winterhaven, Auburn area, check us out on FM 102.
14: Not because of who I am, but because of what you've done. Not because of what I've done, but because of who you are.
5: I am a flower quickly. Played. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. And um, I have just received a message from Tom Adama. Who is the co-founder for Heart for Lebanon? I want to share that with you, uh, just for a moment or here, moment or two here, before we go off the air. Um, I've been given permission to openly talk about this on the air. As you know, that uh, when you're dealing with uh, the country of Lebanon, which is controlled by uh, Hezbollah, and it's a very sensitive time. As I mentioned earlier this hour about the UN investigation. Uh, about um, the untimely death of the leader of uh, Lebanon uh, and uh, Hezbollah certainly has been rumored to have been part of that, and now they basically de facto control the political aspects of that country so things can be sensitive. But Tom uh, has written an update on the Lebanon explosions. As you may have seen in the news, there were two explosions today at a port in Beirut. Many of you have already reached out, and we are grateful for your support. We ask that you do not contact our staff in country, as their greatest concerns at the moment are for the safety of their family members and friends. Please know that all Heart for Lebanon staff are safe and accounted for, though some have sustained property damage. Please pray for continued protection over the staff and the country as everyone is in a state of shock. And, uh, Tom, I just uh, I know you're not listening. You're attending to the operation. But just want to just thank Tom for that update. And uh, let's just pray for Lebanon for just a moment. Um, the refugees, millions of refugees are there. And uh, Lebanon was known as uh, a bastion for those who believed in the Christian faith. Um, Folks like Danny Thomas and others, Um, Marlo Thomas, they are from Lebanon, and they're Lebanese Christians. And so let's just pray. Heavenly Father, Lord, we just love you this afternoon, and thank you for all of your many blessings. And uh, at a time when um, we are... um, needing to just spend a moment with you, and we have a petition to bring before your throne. We thank you that uh, we don't have to wait for you to say, yes, you can approach the throne. Uh, what an amazing blessing we have to to address you any time uh, of our needs. Father, we want to lift up the uh, port area, the downtown area, And uh, the airport, all of which in that 6 to 8 to 10-mile radius, have uh, experienced absolutely horrific, massive damage by um, whatever ignited uh, there at the port. Uh, Father, we don't know the reasons, and we don't necessarily need to know the reasons. But, Father, I want to pray for the families uh, who know that uh, their loved ones, uh, perished in this uh, awful explosion. I want to pray for those that have been wounded and pray that uh, you uh, would allow people to locate those that have been wounded. Uh, the debris uh, is just absolutely staggering, Lord. You know, one of the first things I talked about, even though it's widespread, and it wasn't the two massive buildings that have been brought down, but When you just look, Lord, at uh, what you see, everything, the rubble of the city, it just also brought back memories of 9-11 to to me this afternoon. So be with the first responders. Be with the fire crews that have gone in there. Be with those that are searching right now. uh, But also be with the families uh, because uh, at this time of day, and even looking at uh, some of the photographs uh, you know lord i just realized uh, that this was late in, late into the evening the sun was still up but looks like the sun was setting and so uh, probably a lot of people uh, who were involved with this uh, were home with their families and so what uh, what uh, a catastrophe these folks are dealing with and especially father Uh, I know from being there that uh, a lot of these folks in Lebanon are our Christian brothers and sisters. Lord, you know, we'd pray for them if they weren't, but, you know, there's just something very special in the bond uh, with brothers and sisters in Christ around the globe. And so we want to make sure that uh, uh, our outposts for the cause of Christ here in our listening area that uh, we are quick quick to learn of news that's worthy of going to your throne. And, Father, I just pray you just keep them all in your bosom of provision. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Well, that'll wrap up the first hour of the Bill Monkly Show. We will be back in just a few moments. We'll be joined by our answer stations. More of the Bill Monkly Show. Don't go away.
4: My worship opens up the heavens Crushing every stronghold
2: Why are there many unanswered questions and few honest explanations as to why our liberties are under attack? Discover how we return to order and normalcy when you stream Morality in the 21st Century. Dennis Prager and Dr. Wayne Grudem confront the social issues we face and, through never-before-told personal stories, give a clear direction for a visionary future for this nation. Visit SalemNow.com to stream Morality in the 21st Century and type in the code TAMPA for a 20% discount. That's SalemNow.com.
1: Faith Talk 570 WTBN, Pinellas Park. Online at Let'sTalkFaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group.
9: With SRN News, I'm John Scott. A massive afternoon explosion has rocked downtown Beirut. The blast shook several parts of the capital, thick smoke billowing from the city center. Tom Adama, co-founder of the Christian organization Heart for Lebanon, Tells the Salem Radio Network the explosion damaged the country's food supply.
0: When that explosion exploded,
16: it set on fire the wheat supply for the country of Lebanon. Now, that might not seem like a big deal, but it is a huge deal.
9: Earlier reports say more than 25 people were killed. As many as 2,500 have been injured. Also at SRNNews.com, Tropical Storm Isaisis is on the move, marching up the U.S. East Coast. New York City residents are being told to expect very severe weather. The White House blaming Democrats for the impasse in COVID-19 relief talks.
17: With negotiations on the next round of emergency coronavirus assistance deadlocked, White House spokeswoman Kaylee McEnany says Democrats are to blame.
11: Nancy Pelosi, it is Chuck Schumer that are making an absolute mockery of this process.
17: She accuses them of being unserious and says President Trump is focused on extending expanded jobless benefits, blocking evictions, and sending more money to schools. Greg Clagston, Washington. In Southern
9: California, authorities say it was a malfunctioning vehicle exhaust system that touched off the region's first big wildfire of the year.
18: The blaze has forced thousands of people from their homes east of Los Angeles. State fire officials say the diesel vehicle's exhaust system spewed burning carbon on Friday in Cherry Valley in Riverside County. But officials have not found that vehicle yet. The fire is raging for a fourth
9: day and has burned one home. That's correspondent Andrew Stewart. On Wall Street, ahead of the closing bell, stocks are higher. The Dow up 134 points. The Nasdaq, 24 points higher. This is SRN News.
15: If you've fallen behind in your credit card payments during the shutdown, you're probably feeling some added pressures. And even a brief history of late payments can lead to a big drop in your credit score. But you don't have to solve these problems alone. Trinity Debt Management can help. We'll work with your creditors, put a stop to late fees and other penalties, and make a plan that helps you get caught up
0: that's one 800 936
9: A prominent pastor says Christians should vote for President Trump.
5: Robert Jeffress, who leads the First Baptist megachurch in Dallas, says, quote, "...the only evangelicals who are going to vote for Joe Biden are those who have sold their soul to the devil." Jeffress, who appeared on Lou Dobbs' Fox Business Show, says Biden's support for virtually unlimited abortion should be a bridge too far for any evangelical voter.
9: Recent polls indicate that an overwhelming majority of evangelicals will vote for President Trump. Michael Harrington, SRN News. Magnolias, stars, crosses, crawfish, and a Gulf Coast lighthouse. All these things appear on proposals the general public has submitted for a new Mississippi flag. Lawmakers in the state say the only requirement is that the new banner include the national motto, In God We Trust. Some people have modified their requirement with submissions that included, in words, In Yahweh We Trust and In Allah We Trust. This is SRN News.
7: There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are Free Radio. We are broadcasters. Visit
18: wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. Did you know the human body does not make its own vitamin C? Taking vitamin C is one of the best things you can do for your health, and aqua powders is the best way to get vitamin C. Aqua powders vitamin C is delicious when added to water and provides you with 2,000 milligrams of vitamin C to boost your immune system and increase your energy. Transform your water into wellness with Aqua Powders Vitamin C available at Amazon. That's Aqua Powders with a Z available at Amazon. Faith Talk 570, WTBN.
1: Online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media Group.
5: Good afternoon to all of you tuning in on our answer stations this afternoon, and uh, welcome back to those that are joining me for the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show here on the Salem Media Group and um, all of our um, work right here in West Central Florida. Honored to have you with us uh, here this afternoon, and uh, probably the update of the afternoon as negotiations are going on at this hour Uh, on Capitol Hill between representatives of the uh, uh, Trump administration and with uh, uh, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Minority Leader, uh, all both with the Democratic Party uh, there in Congress. So we will see if there is uh, any progress to report uh, uh, if we're on the air this afternoon, and uh, we would be glad to uh, bring that to you. Uh, We're also monitoring um, another, let's just call it a hurricane, even though it's been bouncing back and forth, Isaias, and we have a a hurricane that went to a tropical storm, went back to a hurricane, now is a powerful tropical storm, and I want to start out our show with that today. My question is, uh, have you got your hurricane supplies uh, in place? Are you ready? It's important that you understand that some supplies are limited, so don't think you're going to go out the last minute and be able to collect all of these supplies. That's that's not going to happen. There will probably be some shortages, so I just want to remind you of that. And I wanted to... Uh, just uh, tell you that even with all of the modern tracking that we do today, and I want to tell you, it is, uh, it, it is absolutely amazing what they can do in hurricane tracking. As this uh, hurricane was coming in to us from after going over the mountains of the Dominican and going over the Bahamas, uh, it did just what they predicted it would do. They warned us. They didn't know exactly what that track would be, but it would turn to the north. It would go um, uh, possibly just off the shore of Florida and then uh, head north, and then it would go into uh, the Atlantic seaboard. And it did just that. It, uh, they said it would uh, reduce to a tropical storm. Uh, Before getting close to Florida, it did that. And then as it moved northward, the Hurricane Center said, hey, uh, looks like it's going to turn into a hurricane. Going to be Cat 1. And uh, it did. I don't know if you were watching last night. It It was an amazing scene last night. I was watching the Weather Channel. And old brother Jim Cantore was out. Uh, Jim was doing his best. Jim was doing what he does best. And he's out there in the storm. And uh, uh, just want to tell you that um, we watched when that storm became a, a hurricane. And then as it was coming in, came in uh, not too far from the North Carolina, South Carolina border. And uh, it ended up being, I think, about 80 or 85-mile-an-hour winds. So, as we talked about yesterday, it got over those warm waters of the Gulf, and it really intensified. And so, as it intensified, it gained strength. And, oh, uh, oh, Brother Jimmy, uh, Weather Channel's Jim Cantore, this time, he likes to pick the spot that he thinks where it might have the most impact. And I think he did a pretty good job last night because he was, uh, what, Wright's Beach? But uh, when those bands came through, it was very dramatic uh, watching how all that was uh, in, uh, unfolding um, right there as these bands came forward. And at the height of this was around 11, 11.15. 11, that's about the time that the I, uh, south, um, southeast of Jim Cantore's position, when that eye came in, Boy, it was ripping. And um, already that we know that uh, when you look at South Carolina and North Carolina, uh, when that thing came in, uh, it pushed a lot of water across the dunes. And I'm kind of wondering if there are people who were not really prepared as they should have been. We'll have to see more of that uh, in a day or two. But it just it just sort of reminded me that maybe they took this storm a little bit too casually and uh, it slammed and so it's been moving its way inland and what we learned was or at least what I learned if you have a category three or four and when it comes in the land it doesn't take long for that storm to be just just knocked knocked off its base but when you get something like a category one uh, and it moves uh, inshore, uh, it doesn't lose strength like a larger storm. In addition to that, I'm not going to go too deep in it, but there was another system uh, that was pushing in uh, from the west into the east there along the Atlantic coast that has enabled this uh, now tropical storm. Last I checked, hour or two ago, the winds were... Uh, somewhere in the area of uh, 70 miles an hour. So it's a tropical storm, but it's just a few miles uh, under being what a hurricane would be. And uh, it is dro- dropping, and it's going up to I-95 corridor, if you know where I-95 is. But it is dropping so much rain. And then you've got the, the wind that's going along with that. And so this effect right now, uh, we're looking at um, the effects uh, in the New York area, New York City, uh, Boston, as this storm is going to be heading up, and then moving a little bit uh, to the to the east as it goes through Maine. So this uh, this small little hurricane that could, and even though it's a tropical storm with 70 miles an hour, uh, over the next day or two, as we begin to see some of uh, What's been happening with the damage from a storm like this it's something for us to really um keep in mind uh here uh, in Florida as uh, we decide how we're going to react to these things, how these things are going to um, uh, you know uh, put us in a position to ask the question, "Are we prepared or are we not prepared and so uh, anyway, we, uh, we bid this one farewell as far as, as, far as Florida is concerned, but we are definitely uh, keeping um, all of those impacted by this storm uh, to the north um, very much in our prayers. A little bit of a programming note, uh, especially for those of you on our answer stations today. 5.30, uh, I'm going to be interviewing The Trump campaign senior advisor, Katrina Pearson. Now, Katrina has uh, had many leadership positions with the White House all around the president. And uh, right now, she's a senior advisor to the president of the campaign. Uh, You've probably seen her very regularly on the Fox News Network. She's going to join me live to talk about tomorrow's visit by the vice president of the United States. That's Mike Pence going to be coming to Clearwater. I think that event is scheduled for around 2.30, something like that. And uh, he's going to be talking about the accomplishments of the Trump administration in the area of um, uh, religious liberty, as well as uh, pro-family issues. And uh, we're looking forward to that. Now, reminding you that uh, if you want to uh, listen to that, uh, if you're on your answer station, you're going to have to switch over to AM 570 uh, or AM 910. Uh, 910 is in Plant City. 570 is in the region. Uh, 102.1 if you live in Lakeland. 100.3 if you're up in the Hudson Bay and at Point area. Now, the other way that you can catch this uh, important interview about uh, Trump's accomplishments accomplishments in pro-life and pro-family and religious liberty, you can go and download our app. Uh, our app is uh, located at letstalkfaith.com. Let's talk. Oh, well, excuse me. Uh, you, you can go to your favorite store. Excuse me. I was giving you our website. By the way, you can listen on our website. Website. That's what I was thinking as well. You. you one of one of your options. You can go to our website, letstalkfaith.com. We stream live 24/7. You can listen there, or you can download our app. Uh, our app uh, is uh, at uh, your favorite store for Android or for your iPhone. And uh, just download the Faith Talk 570 and 910 app. Now, make sure you look for the 570 and the 910. Why? Uh, because uh, all of that uh, list that you have there, we have other Faith Talk stations uh, part of the Salem Media Group, and so we want to make sure you download the right one, but that way you can download that and um, plug in and hear the conversation. Also, in the uh, last hour, we're going to be talking about a very, very appropriate tribute to America's Evangelist. I'm talking Billy Graham and the uh, an honor is going to be afforded to him, and uh, I'll just uh, let, let that sort of be a little bit of a tease. We'll talk about that great honor coming up uh, in the third hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. Reminding you that uh, we post our podcasts uh, every morning after the show. If you would like to uh, find out more about the, um, the Bill Bunkley Show, Uh, And what we talked about today, all three hours will be there ready for you to download tomorrow on our podcast. You can listen online or you can download and take it with you. Go to letstalkfaith.com. And when you arrive at our landing page, across the top orientation bar that's blue, the, the horizontal line that goes across the top, look for archive shows. We've changed it from podcast over to archive shows. Go ahead and download uh, or click on that and then go down to the Bill Bunkley Show and you can um, take it from there and record it. Reminding you that uh, early voting has uh, opened up in uh, Hillsboro in Polk and um, to yesterday on Saturday it will open uh, for Sarasota Manatee, Pinellas and Pasco. Want to remind you right now, you can go and uh, check out my preferred list uh, of recommendations. You can go to Letstalkfaith.com, Letstalkfaith.com. Uh, click on that blue banner, uh, programs, programming guide, the Bill Bunkley Show. Click on that. Go about halfway down that page, and you will see um, the um, uh, selections for whatever county that you live in. Remember, these are just recommendations. They are not a reason for you not to do your homework. They're not a reason for you to uh, uh, not do some due diligence on your own. They're just my recommendations based on uh, uh, my point of view of analyzing the candidates and the issues. And, again, that's at letstalkfaith.com. All right, uh, going to take a time out as um, we've got more to talk about this afternoon of Bill Bunkley show. Don't go away. We'll be right back.
3: Is there evidence of the Egyptian army's demise in the Red Sea? If you've seen the first part of this investigation of the Red Sea Miracle, you don't want to miss the continuation. The results of his pursuits are faith-affirming and fascinating. You must see Patterns of Evidence, The Red Sea Miracle Part 2. To see this powerful documentary and others in the series, go to SalemNow.com and use the promo code TAMPA. For 20% off.
1: Weekday mornings at 6. Join Pastor Steve Kreloff for Verse by Verse.
2: Outbursts of anger, jealousy, drunkenness. They will ruin your life. They will ruin your marriage. They will ruin your
18: family's existence.
1: That's all the flesh wants to do. Listen to Verse by Verse with Pastor Steve Kreloff weekday mornings at 6 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN online at letstalkfaith.com.
2: ACS Home Services is the Bay Area's most trusted heating and AC company. Integrity is their core belief, and you'll know for yourself within moments of meeting your technician. Right now, call 813-534-4117 and take advantage of a total system rejuvenation, including sanitizing ductwork, all for only $79. If you're not 100% satisfied, you don't pay. Learn more at acshomeservices.com or book today at 813-534-4117. 813-534-4117.
5: Bill Bunkley here. Phone lines are open at 877 943 9673. Well, that decision that still looms in front of many families. What will be your decision about your children's education? Do you believe your children should stay at home for a longer duration of time given the environment that uh, we're looking at? Do you believe your children need to get back out of the house and need to get back to school? And with that, uh, a need to um, take a look at how to safely have your kids get back into that environment. Now, there's no doubt that it is controversial here within our a um, Central Florida area, particularly here in West Central Florida. Now, I'm going to mention a name. (laughs) I'm sure at the mention of the name, I could get a whole lot of reactions. But even with this name, even with this person, this person's opinion has been heavily relied upon by the president to date. May not have been heavily relied upon by you. But he still is a central figure, and uh, I wanted to, for no other reason, to hopefully spark some focus on this very question of kids and schools. Remember that, for better or worse, good opinion, bad opinion, he is the nation's uh, infectious disease doctor the top doctor, by the way, and he has now said that he supports, I repeat, he supports that schools should, in fact, reopen for this upcoming school year. We're talking about brick and mortar. Dr. Anthony Fauci who's director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, said, and I quote, the default position should be to try as best as you possibly can to open up the schools for in-person learning. Close quote. In-person learning, that means sending your children your children, your middle schoolers, your seniors, well, I guess even college, send them back to school. He believes it's very very important for the schools to reopen. He believes that when you look at the scale of balancing COVID concerns and our concerns for our children's development, he believes the scale tips for the benefits to students to be back in that classroom environment. He went on to say it is important for the children because of the psychological benefit. And in some places, it's important even for the Nutrition of children who rely on the breakfast and the lunches in school and that proper nutrition. There's no doubt that regardless of what you think of Dr. Fauci, what he says is very true and very important. Now the idea of a good lunch, and we know there's also breakfast programs, you may not relate to that as a family, as grandparents, but I can tell you that many, many families do. And also added with the fact that the employment of so many has been interrupted. It's very important to at least heed and to pray about what the President, the Governor, our Education Commissioner, and Dr. Fauci are, are talking about. To some degree, I can see it already. My 14-year-old has been cooped up too long. Now, I'm not telling you what decision we're going to make because I have a seriously compromised immune system. If we were all healthy here, my decision would be much easier to make to try and get a 14-year-old to follow some, some, some standards of cleanliness. And to try and get him out of here and get him back with some students and environment and teachers. Now, I know that some of you may be listening this afternoon and you may be a teacher. And you may even be protesting the, the reopening of the schools. I get that. I understand that. I don't understand how you're feeling because I'm not in your spot, but I very much understand your concerns. And I will say that the reports that I've gotten is that I'm not going to mention any school districts yet, but I'm hearing some very poor preparations to protect teachers at their desk with the plexiglass or whatnot. To put dividers up for the students, I'm talking about public school, and so day and days and days and days are passing by. In some school districts, there's more arguing going on at the school boards than there is figuring out how to find and to put in place the workable, safe solution. And uh, even right here in our areas, I know particularly voices in Pasco and Pinellas and other areas, uh, there's, a, there's a real, real issue. And uh, here in the state of Florida where we have the teachers' unions, the teachers' unions have been very vocal about this as well. But I asked the question, how much is this politics? We've got a presidential race this year. How much of this is politics? How much is this talking points and how much is this a real willingness with a can-do spirit to make this happen. Just asking the questions. 877-943-9673. I'll be
13: right back.
9: SRN News, I'm John Scott. Lebanon's health minister says at least 50 people have been killed, over 2,700 injured in a huge explosion that rocked Beirut. The blast flattened much of the city's port, damaging buildings across the capital and sending a giant mushroom cloud into the sky. A civil defense official says his men had evacuated dozens to hospitals and that there were still bodies under debris. At least four people killed as Tropical Storm Isaisis Spawn tornadoes and dump rain along the U.S. East Coast. Two people died when Esaes has spun off a tornado that struck a North Carolina mobile home park. Authorities say two others were killed by falling trees, toppled by a storm in Maryland and New York City. Stocks ending a bumpy day on Wall Street with modest gains. The Dow up 164 points now, the Nasdaq up 38. This is SRN News.
11: Cornerstone is an essential service, working to meet the needs of homeowners during this difficult time by following all CDC guidelines and taking extra protective steps on site. When you call Cornerstone Pros to service your A.C., plumbing, electrical, or generator, rest assured that with Cornerstone, trust is a must. Learn more at cornerstonepros.com.
4: For service like it ought to be, fair, fast, and friendly, call Cornerstone
6: Pros. Hey, are you guys open?
3: Yeah. Yeah, we are. Come on in. As
1: businesses reopen across the nation, is your business prepared for what comes next? Salem Surround can help. COVID-19 brought America's thriving economy to a screeching halt. But now, local businesses are getting back to normal. Are you ready for the return to business and all that pent-up consumer demand? Contact Salem Surround. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers.
2: Issues of human suffering and societal injustice play incessantly on every outlet around us. Yet it seems like everywhere you turn, there are more unanswered questions and few honest explanations about why so many of our liberties are under attack. How do we regain order and normalcy? Find clear answers to the most important questions our nation faces when you stream Morality in the 21st Century on Salem Now. This on-demand video discussion with Dennis Prager and distinguished theologian Dr. Wayne Grudem gives you a well-defined understanding about the enemies within our institutions and a vibrant road map to protect our God-given liberties. In Morality in the 21st Century, Dennis Prager and Wayne Grudem confront the toughest social issues of today by digging deep into religious and political history. And provide a clear direction for a visionary future. Visit SalemNow.com to stream Morality in the 21st Century and type in the code TAMPA for a 20% discount. That's SalemNow.com.
1: Bible Line with Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. In the book of 1 Peter, in chapter 4, it says that uh, we have a place reserved for us in heaven Mm. that fadeth not away. Eternal in the heavens, we got a place. So I already know I'm going to heaven. But uh, one of the greatest things you can do is that if you have trusted Christ as your Savior, let your loved ones know it. Bible Line, weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at Let's Talk Faith.com.
3: Take Faith Talk AM 570 and 910 with you wherever you go. Using our mobile app, Let's Talk Faith Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com.
5: back a little rocky action this afternoon right here on the bill bunkley show glad to um, have you along the way our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673 did you know that we had an opportunity for you to possibly win $2,500 that's right $2,500 and guess what You could also win $2,500. Yes, that's $5,000 total for your school as well. This is our back-to-school sweepstakes. And uh, we're going to be in this contest all the way to the end of the month. That's going to be August the 31st. And uh, tell you what, school is going to be happening, in case you didn't know that, whether it's at home or at your local school. And COVID-19 has certainly caused a lot of questions, a lot of disruptions for just about everybody. But you know what? That's not going to hold us back. We are still having our back-to-school sweepstakes. And uh, with the largest prizes, $2,500 for you, $2,500 for your school, than we have ever had. And by the way, uh, you can enter, and when you do, Uh, Well, if you win, I think that would take care of your backpack, that would take care of a calculator, that would uh, uh, take care of uh, maybe a PC or maybe, um, you know, a laptop. And by the way, I wonder if your school right now, with all of the things that are having to happen for school to be uh, part of the experience uh, for America, I bet you they could use that $2,500 as well. And so um, if you go to either the answer the answer or let's talk faith.com let's talk faith.com both of those you can click on the box for the $2500 back to school um and by the way take a look at the instructions take a look at what happens uh and how this contest I should say how this contest uh, operates And uh, we want to help with your back-to-school preparations. Now, remember, you can register at Let'sTalkFaith.com or at uh, TheAnswerSarasota.com. And you can register right now. And you can register every day of the week. That's right, every day of the week until we get to August 31st. And it's going to give you an opportunity to, well, maybe win something very important for yourself. Uh, but also to uh, understand how important it is that maybe you could be, well, standing in for your school as well. So as we look at uh, what's happening this afternoon, we wonder where the negotiations are going to end when it comes to the White House and, uh, well, not only with folks uh, with the Senate, uh, but folks uh, also Um, with the uh, United States House of Representatives because they are negotiating that very question right now. The uh, unemployment uh, compensation on the federal level, well, last Friday was the last day, so there's some sense of urgency that's taking place there. Um, uh, President Trump has also hinted about what he may or may not do uh, in terms of... uh, going forward uh, with the possibility that uh, he may implement uh, unilaterally if he can a um, uh, federal tax deposit uh, uh, rollback or at least to um, uh, provide an environment where those payments would not have to be made. All of this is uh, in conjunction with the fact of the talks that are stalled um, in the Congress uh, right now. So. As we look at uh, that element, we do know that there's some discussion that uh, in the President's plan, or the Republican plan of the $1 trillion, as far as direct payments to you, there was uh, $1,200 per adult and $500 per child. We understand now that there is some discussion that that's going to be modified or that could be modified and anything can happen just kinda trying to let you know what's happening right here uh, at this moment and what I mean by modified is there's talk that everybody gets a thousand dollars instead of getting twelve hundred dollars you get a thousand now if you don't have any children or dependents uh, you are going backwards because under the president's plan, that's twenty four hundred dollars, twelve hundred dollars apiece for a married couple. Uh, however un, and, and then however, under the uh, Democrat plan, uh, or at least what they're negotiating, what came out was possibly paying mom and dad a thousand and instead of paying children five hundred, they would pay the children a thousand. So if you had three kids, 3,000 plus 2,000 is 5,000. In our case, we have a 14-year-old, so it 3, 3, would be 1,000, um, 2,000, 3,000. 3,000 would be the number that we would focus in on. So we're going to continue to monitor this, and I think that uh, uh, there's been a discussion of maybe $400 instead of $600 for the um, in terms of the, of the unemployment and uh, that's, that's something that I think that they want to get to very, very quickly uh, in order to get to the number that they need to uh, bring to you and to get some relief uh, in everybody's uh, pockets. So how important is that? Well, the idea is not just for you to have money, uh, but the idea is and was, uh, was and is, is for you to have some money for your daily needs and for you to keep circulating money in the economy for instance let's say that you were out of cash and you were depending on friends gifts etc 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 that would probably be a much reduced amount but when you get that uh, unemployment check or you get that uh, stimulus boost that money is going to be spent for something now it can be very controversial because we know that people have uh, have definitely put that money to more of a luxury item, have not put it to something that they they need, and uh, that irritates some folks. I can tell you that I've spoken to many people who are are working and have been working, and they have colleagues that have decided not to work or not to come back to work because they have said that they're making, why do I want to come back to work when I'm making more money at home than going back to my job? Well, some of the folks have gone back to those jobs because, quite frankly, it's the right thing to do. It's the patriotic thing to do. And uh, I can tell you that there's, uh, there's some chips on some shoulders out there of people who did go back to work And uh, they're aware that some of their colleagues are, well, taking an extended vacation and, uh, in some instances, making more money than they were making when they were working and are not working. And even now, sort of the chit-chat is, well, you know, they're going to do something. And, you know, it's an election year. So it may not be all of what I was getting, but I bet you it's not going to be Uh, You know, too much of a reduction. And so they're waiting to hear what this plan's going to be. At the same time, you know, there are people that are really hurting. Uh, There are people who um, can't go back to the job because that job's not there. And uh, just earlier today, I was um, chatting with Mrs. Bunkley. We seem to be focused on the day-to-day news. But as I look out into the future, we have a a tremendous backlog of people who are renters who have not paid their rent. That puts landlords in a very, very bad position because oftentimes landlords don't have deep pockets to sustain, you know, four months, five months, six months, or a year. So what's happening is there might be a few landlords out there who own these properties free and clear that people are renting, but most of them have a mortgage company that's keeping in very, very close touch, especially if they are unable to make mortgage payments and because people are unable to pay their rent. Now, I don't know how all this is going to pan out. But at some point in time, probably sooner rather than later, there's going to be conditions in the United States to where the protection from being evicted because of your delinquent rent is going to sunset. The, the time that your, that your mortgage company has been giving you a deferment for not paying your monthly mortgage payments. uh, There's going to be a time where that deferment ends and unless you're the renter or you are the mortgage holder and have been saving up some cash, sandbagging it, to be able to come and to pay your past due, don't think that evictions are going to be suspended forever because that would be a very significant economic shock to the system. Same thing with mortgage payments. Now what will happen is let's say that you don't pay a year on your mortgage. Keep in mind your interest is still accruing. On a mortgage, what I think might be one of the alternatives, they'll pick a day in March they'll pick a day when they're gonna release the the you know Katie bar the door for any kind of foreclosures but let's say it's a year let's say it works out to be a year I could see where in whatever mortgage instrument that you have even though the debt's been the interest been accumulating on the debt can't get rid of that you might be given an extra 12 months to amortize the debt, which means you're still going to have to make those payments, and you're still going to have to pay the interest. Now, at the same time, that doesn't take care of the cash flow for, you know, let's say you have five rental houses, you have four five mortgages. Unless there's mortgage relief, uh, also for commercial or rental properties, um, that's the only way I think that's going to work, because landlords are going to need to, to have some relief as well. So that, and if you're not paying your car payments, if you're not paying your credit card payments, any other payments, boat, motorcycle, whatever, just don't think that this is a free ride. It's not a free ride. And when all this starts hitting, we're going to hear more about a ton of economic difficulties for individuals, businesses, for the nation. I'm Bill Bunkley, 877-943-9673. Be right back.
3: In remote mountain villages, families who've run out of food while sheltering in place hang white rags or towels outside their doors as a desperate plea for help. In Guatemala and other countries served by food for the poor, COVID-19's not only taken lives, but it's taken away parents' ability to feed their children. Crops cannot be planted. Marketplaces are shut. And the jobs parents worked for just a few dollars a day to provide sustenance for their children no longer exist please help. With your gift of $111 to Food for the Poor, you'll provide three children with emergency food rations for six months. Through your prayers and financial support, Food for the Poor is providing for families unable to provide for themselves because of COVID-19. Call Food for the Poor now. 855-353-HOPE. 855-353-4673
18: So go to Amazon now and get your aqua powders vitamin C today. And remember, aqua powders transforms water into wellness.
14: In the 2016 race for president, Donald Trump was not the first choice for many Christian voters. His personal history made it unimaginable that he would defend Christian values as president. Or so we thought. In his new book, Forgotten God and Country, The Christian Case for Trump, Dr. Ralph Reed shows that President Trump has kept his promises and has been the most effective presidential defender of religious liberty and the pro-life cause since Ronald Reagan and perhaps all of U.S. history. In Forgotten Country, Reed pushes back against left-wing evangelicals trying to shame Christians into turning against Trump revealing how liberals hope to reverse President Trump's pro-religious freedom policies, why President Trump is the most pro-Israel president in history, and why that should matter to all Christians in America. With first-hand personal and professional anecdotes from Dr. Reed's decades of work with President Trump, For God and Country is required reading in this election year, and for every conservative Christian. For God and Country, The Christian Case for Trump, the new book by Dr. Ralph Reed, published by Regnery, available at Amazon and
1: wherever books are sold. Sunday mornings at 9, join Rabbi Stephen Weiler for Heart of Messiah.
4: God will take the Jewish people from the nations and gather them into their own land, sprinkle clean water on them, give them a new heart, a new spirit, and they will live in the land that
1: God has given to our forefathers. Heart of Messiah, Sunday mornings at 9, on Faith Talk, AM 570,
11: and enjoy streaming at Let'sTalkFaith.com.
5: Hey, we're back. It's Bill Bunkley. Yeah, the Bill Bunkley Show. Eight seven seven nine four three nine six seven three. As we wrap up our. Issues hour. I don't know if you're keeping track, but do you realize the buzz that's going on now to keep Joe Biden out of live debates with President Donald Trump? This is getting pretty interesting. Let me give you some excerpts. This was an op ed in the New York Times yesterday the debates have never made sense as a test for presidential leadership in fact one could argue that they reward precisely the opposition of what we want in a president when we were serious about the presidency we wanted intelligence faultfulness knowledge empathy, and to be sure, likability. It should also go without saying dignity. Yes, debates play an outsized role in campaigns and weigh more heavily on the verdict of their true value, that the true value they deserve. New York Times. Do you remember the Nixon, Kennedy, black and white television debates. Many say if there was just radio and not on TV, that Richard Nixon would have won. But in a modern era, can you really fathom or believe anybody who would say that face-to-face debates between candidates are a thing of a past. What a hoax. What a spin job. But that's an op-ed in the New York Times. Well let's go down to well, an opinion from the Wall Street Journal. They have the counter argument. What a terrible year to make this argument. The pandemic has put the usual political rallies on hold, so fewer voters will see the candidates in the flesh. The conventions will be largely online. Press aides will shape the news coverage by picking friendly interviews. Mr. Biden, quote, hasn't done any Sunday shows since COVID, close quote. Think about that. When's the last time you at least heard that Joe Biden was on Meet the Press? Fox News Sunday. They've got him hidden. He is too gaff prone to let out. But are we giving him a pass? Are we now going to say the debates are not necessary? Fox News' Chris Wallace recently said, adding that, quote, we will ask Mr. Biden every week to be on our show. The debates will be a rare chance for a third party to push Mr. Biden on his plans for tax increases and a Green New Deal. How about CNN? CNN. CNN, a day earlier, former Clinton White House Press Secretary Joe Lockhart said he believes Trump can't win, but gives Biden this advice in bold, whatever you do, do not debate Trump. On Twitter, CNN's chief medical correspondent, excuse me, scratch that, CNN's chief media correspondent, is calling this concept a right-wing media tempest. Really. Everything's, everything's the fault of the right. Everything is Donald Trump's part fault. Byron York went to Twitter. Another pro-Biden voice advocates scrapping this year's presidential debates. But I want to tell you, I've, I've shared his record on more than one occasion. Donald Trump has a record to talk about. Donna, D- Donald Trump has a record to debate. Donald Trump and Joe Biden must debate. For all the reasons we've just shared for the last few moments, it is it is incredible that they're now going to pull this off and to keep him in the basement between now and Election Day. What a farce. Well, thanks for being with us as we keep you up to date with uh, the issues that you need to be aware of. Coming up next, Jay Sekulow is going to um, be with us for his show. I'll be over on our Faith Talk stations. Remember that I'll be with uh, Trump Senior Advisor Kat- Katrina Pearson at 5.30 talking about Vice President Pence being in our area tomorrow. Take a time out. Be right back.
1: Weekdays at 1 p.m., don't miss Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. I'm not lying. My conscience testifies to me, enlightened and prompted by my spirit. So, Pastor, what does that connect? The connection is Simon
4: Peter received it through his conscience, working with the Holy Spirit.
1: Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Weekdays at 1 on Faith Talk 570, 910 and online at Let's Talk Listen to Faith Talk, weekday mornings at 8, for Alan Jackson, Senior Pastor of World Outreach Church in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Do not
7: fret because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who carries out wicked schemes. Trust in the Lord. The best way I know to defeat fear in your life is to use fear as an indicator of a place where you have a lack of trust and begin to find ways to trust the Lord in that place.
1: Alan Jackson Ministries, weekday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk AM 570 and 910. Faith Talk 570 WTBN, Pinellas Park, online at letstalkfaith.com, a service of the Salem Media
17: Group. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. A massive explosion rocked Beirut today, flattening much of the port, damaging buildings across the capital and sending a giant mushroom cloud into the sky. At least 50 people were killed and 2,700 injured with bodies buried in the rubble. BBC correspondent Lena Sinjeb describes the area where the blast took place.
15: It's a very condensed area with passers-by, with people who are inside the port who have lots of work to do. And today is the first day uh, of opening up after like almost a week of lockdown because of the spread of coronavirus. So the city was very very busy and at this time of the day at six o'clock when the explosion took place it's the peak time of people going out of work going uh, up to the mountain going to the beach going you know in in different ways in different direction and the port is really on this highway that is usually very very busy
17: the cause of the blast was not immediately known it could be heard and felt as far away as cyprus across the mediterranean Debate continues in the Senate over dueling versions of the next coronavirus relief bill. Capitol Hill correspondent Bob Agnew reports.
7: Leader Mitch McConnell says the Republican bill was carefully crafted. We didn't put every Republican wish list item in history into an 1,800-page encyclopedia.
10: By contrast, he says Democrats are refusing to compromise on their demand for another broad $3-plus 1000000000000 bill.
7: Unless the administration lets them check off every left-wing lobbyist's Christmas list, Five months early. From
10: direct payments to
7: illegals to money for the cannabis industry. This is what they won't budge from. Bob Agnew reporting.
17: The White House says President Trump's National Security Advisor, Robert O'Brien, who tested positive for the coronavirus, returned to work Tuesday after recovering from a mild case of COVID-19. On Wall Street, the out by 164 points, the Nasdaq rose 38, the S&P advanced 11. This is SRN News.
0: one
17: That's one One evangelical leader says Christians should not be surprised at the turmoil engulfing the U.S. these days.
10: We have got to understand that we live
3: in enemy-occupied territory, that the world is still Satan's. And Jesus won the battle, but he hasn't come to take his possession of, of the earth yet.
17: Ken Harrison is CEO of Promise Keepers.
3: Satan, as part of what he does, is he sows division in every way he can, and he always will. And wherever we see division, we see Satan at work. And when we see unity, we see
17: the heart of Christ at work. He says evangelicals should be a force for unity in troubled times. Nicaragua's National Police says a fire inside Managua's Metropolitan Cathedral was accidental and not a case of arson. There's been a rash of church fires around the world in recent weeks, and several of them were deliberately set. In the case of the Managua Cathedral, police say a spray bottle of alcohol hand sanitizer had released flammable vapors that were ignited by a candle. The fire prompted the Vatican to request an investigation. This is SRN News.
7: There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are Free Radio. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station.
3: For more than 20 years, investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney has traveled the globe for evidence of some of the Old Testament's most miraculous events. Now, with the Red Sea Miracle Part Two, journey to Egypt and beyond as Tim interviews the world's foremost experts to discover the truth. The results are faith-affirming and fascinating. You must see patterns of evidence. The Red Sea Miracle Part 2 To see this powerful documentary and others in the series go to SalemNow.com and use the promo code TAMPA for 20% off Faith Talk 570 WTBN
1: Online at Let's Talk Faith.com A service of the Salem Media Group
4: Christ demands first place There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods
0: This is the Bill Bumpley Show
5: And we're back for hour number three here on the Bill Bunkley Show. Delighted to have you along the way as always. Humble that we get a chance to uh, just share with you each and every afternoon. And we're part of the Salem Media Group. Got a special interview coming up bottom of the hour because Vice President Mike Pence is going to be coming to Clearwater tomorrow, tomorrow afternoon. He's going to be talking about the accomplishments of uh, the administration that he works for. Uh, That's the uh, Donald Trump presidential administration. going to be talking about, well, pro-life. He's going to talk about pro-family. He's going to talk about religious liberty. All of those are going to be showcased right here in our area tomorrow with the Vice President's uh, visit. And to give us a little preview of that visit, uh, we are honored to have with us uh, a little bit later on in our program today uh, for the Trump campaign, Senior Advisor Katrina Pearson. She's held many senior positions, White House and uh, all aspects of the campaign. She's going to be on air with us in just a little bit, uh, bottom of the hour, to talk about Uh, Pence's visit here and to talk about uh, a little bit of a preview of what uh, Mike's going to be talking about uh, here, about their accomplishments. That's going to come up uh, at uh, the bottom of the hour. How would you like to have some good news? How would you like to have some news that would just put a smile on your face? Well, I've got that good news that I want to talk about right now. You know, many of us still, and for years to come, we will reference Dr. Billy Graham's books. Uh, We will listen to Dr. Billy Graham's evangelical sermons to literally millions around the globe, because his words are still as relevant as today's news and headlines. Billy Graham was America's evangelist. In addition to all of the honorable things for Dr. Graham, both during his life and after his life, all of the salutes, all of the attributes assigned to he and his ministry, I'm excited about this one. Have you ever been to Washington D.C. have you ever taken a, a, a stroll inside the Capitol? It's a little more challenging today with all the security mm-hmm. that's there. Uh, but there was a day where you could just sort of stroll in, and 911 happened, and you know it changed the world. And so, in some respects, some people think they won because of all of what we do today for security. I think there's probably some some validity to that. But uh, if you've been in um, the Capitol under the rotunda, you know that that's known as uh, Statuary Hall. Each of the 50 states of the United States of America designates uh, two people for a sculptor who sculpts the busts Or the folks standing, I should say, uh, two per state get to go into Statuary Hall. Now, Billy Graham hails from North Carolina. So, the fact that uh, Billy Graham is from North Carolina, that's who he's going to represent in Statuary Hall. And I'm excited. I'm excited that he was chosen. I'm excited this is going to happen, especially the time that we are in. I am just glad that of all of the individuals that will be considered for hopefully generations to come, Dr. Billy Graham, I hope, will stand out. Not to besmirch any of the other folks that are in Statuary Hall, but I'm just excited Dr. Graham will take his place in there as well. And what's happening is there is uh, the statue of a white supremacist that's going to be leaving Statuary Hall. And that uh, white supremacist was representing North Carolina. And by the way, the model, there's already been a two-foot model um, of Dr. Billy Graham. And the sculpture is Chris Fagan. It has already been approved by the committee, who um, oversees these things. And by the way, the, when you talk about uh, Chris Fagan, he has uh, he has done sculptures of Saint John Paul II and Mother Teresa. And um, He's going to replace a former governor. CBN News is reporting that uh, Charles Aycock was a former governor of North Carolina. Governor Aycock, that's A-Y-C-O-C-K, he was born in 1859 and died in 1912. Now, apparently, Governor Acock was one of the masterminds of the 1898 Wilmington, North Carolina, race riot, and also the coup. And in 1898, a local government made up of black Americans was overthrown and replaced by white officials. North Carolina's other statue is of Zebulon Vance, also a former governor and U.S. senator, who was once a Confederate military officer according to history. Now, I don't know if the other governor is going to make it as well. Who knows how many statutes with the cancel America crowd, cancer culture, cancel culture crowd will demand other changes in statutes there in Statuary Hall. So um, I'm excited about that. And uh, we get to see Dr. Graham's new statue. You might ask, well, what period of his life are they going to portray? He lived a long time, preached for many decades. Apparently, he's going to be uh, appearing as he did in in the 1960s when I was a, a little guy. He's going to be preaching, and of course, what do you think he's going to be holding in one of his hands? Yeah, he'll be holding a Bible. Uh, this started about five years ago where North Carolina, some folks in North Carolina wanted to make this move, and uh, I think it's great. We were just up at the Cove a few weeks ago and uh, actually drove on up the hill, went into Montreat had a chance to drive around some of those neighborhoods that are so much a part of the, the Graham family history. And I want to remind you that if you're either there, um, uh, also if you ever are in and out of Charlotte, even flying to the airport, uh, because if you have a layover of four, five, six hours, now you need to check ahead because with COVID-19 you may need a reservation, I'm not sure. What, uh, because I know they, they limit the visitors, but, uh, the, um, the place where Dr. Graham and, um, Ruth are buried is uh, just a short cab ride, or if you get a rental car, just a short ride from Charlotte International Airport. And, uh, it, uh it's something I'd recommend that you see sometime. And, um, and when you go there, just spend some quiet reflection. Because it's amazing how a legacy. It's like going to Israel. When you when you go out and just sit, maybe around Tiberias and you sit by the Sea of Galilee after the tour day is over, and we've done that just about every time. You go out and you just sit and you look and you just look across the Sea of Galilee. And you sort of connect with all of that history there as you connect with Jesus. It's the same way. When you have a chance to go to um, either the Cove um, for Dr. Graham, the retreat center, or uh, up at the up at the farm in Charlotte, just don't rush and look around and leave. Just, just sit down and sort of reflect and think about the impact one man or one woman, one woman can make, and uh, it's quite remarkable. So I will tell you that I am looking forward. Um, don't know when this change is going to take place, when the sculpturing will be done, but I'm looking forward to uh, making my visit up to the nation's capital, uh, you know, in the future, which I anticipate doing on more than one occasion, obviously. But getting a chance to to go in there and just reflect uh, on Dr. Graham. Well, when we come back, I want to talk about uh, two of our local followers of Christ. Uh, two folks who, um, well, have a little name notoriety. And folks that have been uh, very much an inspiration for many right here, not only from our area, but around the nation. Now, he was a football coach and a very successful football coach, and now he's a commentator for NBC News. But as a team, he and his wife have announced they're going to be doing something very, very special. Uh, and I'm excited because of the organization he's partnering with and um, what he's going to be with his wife going to be spearheading uh, right here in our area something very special reminding you we also have a chance to uh, find out more about the vice president's visit uh, coming up tomorrow to Clearwater on all things religious liberty life and family values and uh, Katrina Pearson is going to be with us, senior advisor of the Trump campaign looking forward to that don't go away More the Bill Monkley show in just a moment be right back Thank you.
7: What if you could take your marriage from good to great? Enter Family Life Today's Take Your Marriage from Good to Great contest, and you could win dinner for two with Dave and Ann Wilson, as well as attend a live taping with the Family Life Today team, including transportation and lodging. Enter once each day, now through August 14th, by visiting letstalkfaith.com and enter keyword marriage. No purchase necessary. Contest ends August 14th. Restrictions apply. Official rules at familylifetoday.com slash goodcontest.
0: Some of your favorite pastors and authors like Charles Stanley, John Piper, and Max Lucado are bringing you their most popular devotionals for free. Discover the joy and peace you can experience every day when you spend time in God's Word daily. Sign up for daily devotionals from Crosswalk.com and get inspiration and encouragement sent right to your inbox. With devotionals for parenting, singles, women, workplace, and more, Crosswalk.com offers spiritual growth for every stage of life. Visit
3: Crosswalk.com.
15: You're my girl
5: I tell you what, there's a lot of feelings to be had when you are in uh, with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And so excited to have you with us this afternoon. You know, the Salvation Army has taken some very unnecessary hits in the recent past. And it's been very hurtful to me to see the way that they have been discarded because of their devotion to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ but two of our favorite people Tony and Lauren Dungee have been community leaders here have been national community community leaders and uh, they have uh, they have taken their stand for Christ, and they have been public about it. And I've prayed for uh, for both of them, but I pray for Tony especially, uh, because he is um, he's on the national platform, and he's also part of a media company, an alumni of the National Football League, and as you probably know, it isn't a stretch to say that probably what his worldview is and what their worldview is doesn't exactly match up. But Tony being the gentleman and the ambassador and the diplomat for Christ that he is, um, um, he just uh, uh, is making um, a very remarkable impression. But i tell you what, I'm excited about what they are going to do. There needs to be a new emergency shelter built here in Tampa. They need to be able to take families and individuals off the streets, out of domestic situations, and they need more facilities to do that. And I'm excited because a lot of other entities have pulled back from the Salvation Army here recently because the organization is all about following Jesus Christ and acknowledging Jesus Christ as Lord. But as they are beginning the process of building this new emergency shelter, I am excited to announce that... uh, uh, Tony and Lauren Dungy are going to help them ha- help them in this endeavor. Now you know there's a, a a home already in the Tampa Heights neighborhood. But it was a former car dealership. It's about 50 years of age. And so it's not really meeting the needs of the Salvation Army. They're using it. It it gives them space. But this new facility is going to give them more private rooms. It's going to be a a nicer dining area. There will be opportunities uh, for education there as well. It will serve more people. And so... What they're going to do is they're going to renovate the existing building. And by the time they get done with this old dealership, it's going to be a 39,000-square-foot campus-like shelter. Uh, It's going to have state-of-the-art amenities, um, be able to to use it in many different ways. Most importantly, um, Newswatch 8 is reporting that it's going to serve up to 180 people who are left homeless. Now, here's the reality. It's going to take about $6.5 million to renovate this dealership where the Salvation Army is conducting this ministry right now. Um, But when completed, uh, they believe they can serve up to 180 people uh, in this uh, new facility. And so I want to get the word out because they need help. They need help from our community, and I hope that uh, you would uh, consider that as, as well. Um, Coach, and that's Tony, was uh, speaking to uh, NewsWatch 8, and he said, you know, we've seen it just riding around the city with our kids. You see more people on the street. Rather than just say, oh, that's too bad, here's a situation where we know the Salvation Army is helping some of these people, maybe we can get involved. That's a way to help someone that we see without actually being able to help them individually. And so I want to segue into Tony and Lauren Dungeon, Dungeon, I should say, Dungeon, Dungeon, they saw a need. They saw a need, and they knew they could make a difference. And some of you will probably help them. But I want to talk about another need. I want to tell you about a need I want you to look at, and that is starving children in the Caribbean. Starving children in South America. I need your help. Food for the Poor needs your help. We want to send emergency food into these areas. Now, I want to tell you that Food for the Poor, their usage of every single cent, every single dollar, and how they also have other partnerships to maximize the amount of food they can acquire. They, right now, all they need is you, because with a one-time gift of $185, you seeing this need, you saying to the Lord, yes, I'm entrusted to your resources. Lord, I'm asking you, unless you tell me, no, I'm going to write a check. I'm going to, to, to place an order that's going to cost $185, a one-time tax-deductible gift. And you're going to be feeding five starving, suffering children. That's five. And you're going to do this for the next six months. The next six months. These kids are starving. Their parents can't go to work. They can't get work. These third world countries are shut down. And we usually talk about malnutrition, but they're starving. How many kids at $37 a kid for the next six months How many children could you provide food for six months? Count it up, $37 per child. You do the math. Call right now, 855-353-4673. That's 855-353-4673. You can also dial pound 250. And when you hear the keyword, just say give. And they'll get your contribution. Or go to letstalkfaith.com. Whichever way, follow the lead of... Tony Dungey, Lauren Dungey, see a need, fill it. I need your help with this right now. Be right back.
17: With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. A massive explosion rocked Beirut on Tuesday, flattening much of the port, damaging buildings across the capital and sending a giant mushroom cloud into the sky. More than 60 people were killed and more than 3,000 injured with bodies buried in the rubble. Hours later, ambulances still carried away the wounded as army helicopters helped battle fires raging at the port. The cause of the blast, which sparked fires, overturned cars, and blew out windows and doors, was not immediately known. Abbas Ibrahim, chief of Lebanese General Security, said it might have been caused by highly explosive material that was confiscated from a ship some time ago and stored at the port. Local television channel LBC said the material was sodium nitrate. On Wall Street, the dot by 164 points, the NASDAQ rose 38, the SP 500 advanced 11. More details at srnnews.com.
4: Conservative Amanda Mackey earned the American dream. Mackey escaped a brutal regime that persecuted Christians. She worked her way through college and served in the Pentagon after 9-11. In Congress, Amanda Mackey will stand with President Trump to support our brave police officers, secure the border, and enforce the rule of law. Mackey will protect Florida families from crushing tax increases and eliminate job-killing regulations to rebuild our economy and get Floridians back to work. With Charlie Crist and Nancy Pelosi exploiting the coronavirus to advance socialism, Florida needs to send a conservative fighter to Congress. Here's Amanda Mackey.
11: Charlie Crist and Nancy Pelosi want to turn America into a socialist country. Together, we can stop them.
4: Conservative Amanda Mackey has lived the American dream, and now she's ready to defend it as our voice in Congress.
11: I'm Amanda Mackey, and I approve this message.
4: Paid for by Amanda Mackey for Congress.
8: This is David Davenport of the Hoover Institution for townhall.com. Each year, Freedom House measures freedom around the world using several criteria. Unfortunately, its recent report showed the 14th consecutive year in which freedom worldwide has declined. The world is full of more dictators, and citizens possess fewer political and civil rights. Ethnic and religious groups are under fire. 64 nations lost ground on the freedom scale last year, with only 37 making gains. Surprisingly, the U.S. is not the bastion of freedom, you might think. Its score on the freedom scale has gone in the wrong direction, from 89 two years ago to 86 this year. Nearly 50 other nations score ahead of us. Outside interference by Russia challenged our free and fair elections, while religious and minority groups battled for rights. You can question the criteria, but whenever there's a test of freedom, we want the U.S. to score well. I'm David Davenport.
0: The Pepperdine School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate program for leaders. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu.
1: Bible Line with Pastor Ralph Yankee Arnold. They don't know the Son. They don't know the truth of the gospel, how to be saved. They don't know God loves them. So God manifested it to us. But where does it say in the Bible that God have commanded the light to shine out
2: of darkness?
1: Bible Line, weekday mornings at 10 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com.
3: If you got pain, he's a pain taker If you feel
0: lost, he's a way maker If you need freedom, save it He's a prison shaking
10: savior If you got chains, he's a chain breaker
5: And we're back, Bill Bunkley here, and we are standing by for Katrina Pearson to be with us. And uh, she's going to be telling us a little bit about the visit of the Vice President of the United States tomorrow to Clearwater. Uh, It is uh, part of the uh, American uh, Faith Tour. Uh, Vice President certainly, um, I should say, uh, the Faith in America Tour. Uh, but the vice president certainly has been uh, very, very key in his walk with uh, the Lord. Um, and so hopefully we're going to get a chance to hook up with her, her, with her in just a moment, as this is going to be happening tomorrow in Clearwater, um, I think about 2.30 in the afternoon. And um, we'll get brief with that. In the meantime, um, just to update you on a story that we brought to you a little bit earlier, The latest uh, news is that uh, 60 people now, and they're going through the rubble. Huge blast in Beirut at the port, if uh, you're learning about this for the first time. Um, Huge, huge, huge blast. Uh, Praying because 60 people have been injured, I can tell you. Uh, I know that area. Thousands of others have, um, have been wounded. Um, when you see some of the footages that was taken by um, some of the um, um, social media uh, individuals, it's amazing because there was an initial fire, and so many folks were filming the fire, but that wasn't the huge blast that came after the fire, and it has been captured on many, many uh, videos of social media. Well, let's uh, let's turn right back to Clearwater, Florida, Let's turn right back to America because there is a tour. The Faith in America tour is coming right here to West Central Florida, more specifically uh, to Clearwater, Florida. And we're excited that uh, Vice President Mike Pence is going to be here talking about something that's very important to all of you. And uh, joining us in just a moment is the um, Trump campaign senior advisor, Katrina Pearson, And uh, I want to tell you that uh, her commitment to conservatism, her commitment to family values, I mean, her resume, you may have seen her many times uh, on uh, Fox News. Uh, Right now she is serving as a a senior advisor, but she has played so many roles. And in fact, uh, when she was in Texas, uh, she was uh, the founder of the Garland Tea Party, very much involved with that. And I can tell you, she's one of the most knowledgeable individuals that uh, the campaign has to rely on right now, and she's here to talk about this visit tomorrow. And uh, Katrina Pearson, it's an honor to have you with us this afternoon.
16: Oh, well, thank you so much. That was a beautiful introduction. You know, we're just so excited to be champions for religious liberty and all things conservative. So we're happy to have the vice president come and see you guys.
5: Absolutely. You know, there have been so many accomplishments, and I've been reminding our audience over and over and over and over to, to look at the list. I've reviewed the list. But let's talk about this for just a moment because there, there's a lot of disinformation. There's a lot of spin going on. And, of course, evangelicals are key to supporting the president, and he supported us. Talk about some of those accomplishments.
16: Yeah, you know, you use the word list. And I think that is appropriate because this president has delivered on so many issues for this country, specifically for those of us who believe. And you know, it is a very long list, and in fact, this list also includes things that you know previous candidates have been unable to accomplish, and they've just talked about it, uh, you know. And so it's just it's an honor to have worked for uh, President Trump, you know, from the beginning since 2015, uh, the promises that he's made, and you know, just as you know, a single mom growing up and and just seeing all of the injustices that have occurred all Mm -hmm. over the world, it's been quite an honor to see President Trump not only address religious freedom here, but also abroad, Um, you know, specifically with the March to Life being the first president to speak. I mean, when was it in history that we've had a candidate be so outspoken um, to protect the unborn and to participate in events like this? And when was the last time, you know, we had a candidate you know, who addressed the persecution of Christians abroad? When was the last time we had a candidate who actually fought Congress to defund abortions, tax dollars going to pay for abortions abroad? And so we just have a true champion of life in President Trump, you know, and it's important to me, not even for uh, religious reasons. You know, you've mentioned a part of my story and You know, my mother was 15 when she was pregnant with me, and it was my grandfather who told her that abortion was not an option. So I'm here Mm. today because life was the only choice in my mother's household. And so I'm just very honored to be a part of of this uh, president and his time here because I tell you, without him, I shudder to think of where we'd be today.
5: Mm. Uh, Katrina Pearson, could I get you to go back one little bit of step uh, back further than what you just discussed? Donald Trump was elected president out of more than a dozen candidates. Donald Trump Mm -hmm. made some promises, promises about life, promises about family, promises about these religious liberty issues, a lot of skepticism. Because, well, you know what? We didn't know what the track record was. Amazingly, to your point, when this president said he was going to do something, he just just didn't just give it lip service like you and I have been used to politicians for for decades. He did what he said he was going to do. And probably one of the the groups that have benefited the most are evangelicals. Talk about that because he, he was a man of his word and he kept his word and that's what we must remember now, with all the static that that's before us and what we're seeing on TV.
16: Yeah, you know, I'm so happy you mentioned that because there was a lot of skepticism about, you know, whether or not um, he would be good for religious freedom or freedom in general. Uh, you know, if we're being honest, and not only did he stand up for Christians, but one of the promises that he made that I think really held true was the appointments to the Supreme Court. Know. You know, I don't think the average American understands just how close we came to losing our country, to losing our ability to worship, losing our ability to pray. I mean, this is a candidate who wanted to put prayer back at school, who wanted to protect our children um, from the ability to, uh, to pray before their lunch. I mean, this is what was under attack prior to the 2016 campaign. And so you had President Trump who made these promises uh, to evangelicals, if you elect me, I will elect uh, constitutional conservative Christians to the Supreme Court. And that was game-changing. And if we're lucky, if God still has his hand on us, we'll get another pick or Mm. two. So this is one of the things that I think is so important uh, for believers to, to really, really hone in on. Most people talk about Uh, doing all of the things that this president has done and actually made promises to do, and they've never followed through, like moving uh, the embassy to Jerusalem and just so many other things. Uh, You know, the life thing for me is so important, but it's also important for our children, uh, for prayer and just the basic rights and privileges that we have in this country to exercise our religious liberties. And when we see what's happening today in blue controlled states, how they're awarding worship services how they're targeting christians and the president has been speaking up about that as well and so we do have a real choice this november on whether or not we are going to continue to get out there and cast our ballots um, to protect religious liberties and religious freedoms and the vice president is going to talk about this uh, tomorrow in detail and we just have to be strong and bold and not allow the press or the left or any of this chaos detour us because we are on a mission here and i firmly believe and i told donald trump the candidate in 2016 that he's been anointed for this now this is something he's talked about since the 80s but he's been anointed for this time and you know we owe it to him to fight for him now because he's been fighting so hard for us
5: Mm. wise wise words you're listening to uh... the trump campaign senior advisor katrina pearson uh, talking about, and by the way, she has been in the midst of this history that has been made by uh, President Trump because uh, promises made, promises kept, can't, can't keep referring to that more than we have this afternoon. It is important, I believe, for evangelicals to focus on the issues. Imagine an America uh, with the issues of the far left Uh, of the Marxist idea, the Antifa ideas, the socialism ideas. Think of your future America with those issues at the helm or the continuation of what uh, President Donald Trump will do for issues of importance to men and women of faith, of all faiths, uh, if he is to uh, be the caretaker of this country for four more years. That's what this is all about. So tell us a little bit about this Faith in America tour of course, the vice president, uh, well, well known uh, for his, uh, uh, he, both he and his wife for uh, his uh, uh, participation in uh, being uh, in the evangelical movement. Tell us a little bit about what's happening in Clearwater tomorrow and uh, what, what's going to be discussed
16: yeah well, we're really excited you know you had mentioned a lot of the chaos going on with the anarchy and the sort of mob rule in some of these areas and it's time to get back to the basics you know and you know I joke around the office when I say it's time for a revival, but you know it's really not a joke um and this is what the vice president is doing with the faith in America tour he's going to get out there and discuss the accomplishments the administration has made along the way and most importantly, the, the, the uh, strong actions to protect the sanctity of life, uh, religious freedom, as you may remember, the proclamation on Religious Freedom Day was uh, yes. just this last January. Um, and he wants to talk to the public about this and also the American family. We have seen uh, the American family uh, really go through a lot in the last few months. And so this is just a reminder you know, to who is out there fighting for you and to remind you of all of the things. Uh, that the administration has been able to accomplish, um, you know, again, with regards to, you know, liberty and expression in public, um, protecting the right to pray, um, you know, offering that guidance to family members and, uh, you know, touting the the successes that this administration has had in fighting uh, to prevent taxpayer dollars to to fund, you know, the murder of innocent children um, abroad. And not only that, but just really to to get back to the basics. Like I said, we're at a time where a lot of people have been self-reflecting. We're looking at where the country is today. And, you know, it is truly a reminder of all of the things that we've taken for granted, all of the things, you know, that we look back a few months ago, we weren't even thinking about back then that are so important today. And just how important family is, how important it is that we have somebody that would fight to protect the family, and, and that's what's under attack today. When you have these organizations like uh, Black Lives Matter, who really want to destroy the family as we know it, under this guise of you know racial protections, I mean, it's truly, truly indicative of where we are today, and why I believe we have President Trump, you know, to fight back against this the smoke and mirrors that we see coming from the left and really get back to what's important and that is traditional family values, protecting the unborn and fighting from a national perspective and an international perspective to put the power back into the hands of the people um, from as All simple right. as you know stripping federal funding for planned Parenthood, again to sending money abroad.
5: Katrina, we've got to leave it there. When we come back, I'll tell my audience about the event that's happening tomorrow at the Hilton Clearwater Beach, the times, the tickets, but we got a hard break coming up. Thank you, Katrina Pearson, uh, Senior Trump Campaign Advisor, for being with us this afternoon, and uh, take care.
3: The Moss family of dealerships has a new addition. I'm Bill Carl, here to tell you about the new Moss Acura on North Florida Avenue in Tampa. Acura outshines the competition with their flagship, the RDX SUV, equipped with a powerful 2-liter turbocharged engine and standard features, including the panoramic moonroof, Wi-Fi mobile hotspot, and Apple CarPlay. The Seats are covered in butter-soft leather, and the hands-free liftgate makes loading groceries a breeze. And with Moss Acura, you get the same high level of customer service Moss Nissan's known for. Each vehicle comes with Moss care, including lifetime oil changes, entire rotations, surface shield protection, and more. Veterans, active military, and first responders receive huge benefits with the You Serve, You Save program, as do pastors and church workers. The choice is simple. The choice is clear. The choice is here. Visit Moss Acura on North Florida Avenue in Tampa next to Moss Nissan online at mossacura.com. For more than 20 years, investigative filmmaker Tim Mahoney has traveled across the globe in search of patterns of evidence to support some of the Old Testament's most miraculous events. Now, with the Red Sea Miracle Part 2, Journey to Egypt and Beyond, as Tim interviews some of the world's foremost experts to discover the truth. Is there evidence of how and where the host of Israelites could have traveled as recorded in the Bible? Is there evidence of the Egyptian army's demise in the Red Sea? If you've seen the first part of this investigation of the Red Sea Miracle, you don't want to miss the continuation. The results of his pursuits are faith affirming and fascinating. You must see Patterns of Evidence, The Red Sea Miracle Part 2. To see this powerful documentary and others in the series, go to Salemnow.com and use the promo code TAMPA for 20% off. Sunday mornings at 9, join Rabbi Stephen
1: Weiler for Heart of Messiah.
4: And that's Luke 21:24. We go there that when Jerusalem is back in the hands of Jewish people. The blinders will start coming off. That's when the time of the
1: Gentile is being fulfilled. Heart of Messiah, Sunday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570.
4: of the Marines.
5: We're back, Bill Bunkley here. Let me give you the details of the vice president's visit tomorrow. We are a little bit uh, late in hooking up uh, with Miss um, Pearson, Katrina Pearson, and so uh, let me tell you a little bit about what's going to be happening tomorrow. Yes, the president was just here, and now the vice president uh, is going to be here tomorrow. And uh, he's going to have an opportunity to go to a women's health care clinic, and he's going to be first uh, tomorrow participating in a Right to Life roundtable discussion. When that concludes, uh, he's going to be uh, departing there to go to Starkey Road Baptist Church in Largo. Uh, He's going to be delivering some remarks that showcase the Trump administration's continued efforts to support religious freedom and every American's right to worship that's going to be at the Starkey Road Baptist Church if you want information I would direct you to uh, the Starkey Road Baptist Church and then lastly this is part of the official uh, Faith in America component of his visit uh, which will be happening in Clearwater the purpose is going to be talk well this event's going to be talking about the administration's actions to protect all of the uh parts of the sanctity of life the all of the elements of religious freedom and the American family that uh will give a um, a good um review of all of those areas where I would say promises made promises delivered by the President of the United States to issues that are very important to Evangelicals. Now, this event is scheduled for 3 p.m. Let me tell you how this is going to work. The doors are opening at 1 o'clock. I can't tell you whether there's tickets left or not at this point, but the doors are going to be opening at 1 o'clock. The location is the Hilton Clearwater Beach Resort and Spa. Again, You want to get there early if you have tickets. I'll tell you about tickets in a moment. The doors will open at 1. The event will start at 3. And do know that, uh, which is standard protocol, the Secret Service likes to have those participating in any kind of a presidential or vice presidential event to not only get there early but to be seated early and that uh, the the security of the area is assured when that happens. So doors open at 1. That's about when I would plan to be there. The event starts at 3. uh, Hilton Clearwater Beach Resort um, and Spa, that's at 400 Mandalay Avenue in Clearwater. That's 400 Mandalay Avenue in uh, Clearwater. Uh, Go to um, President Trump's uh, website. Uh, go to Donald uh, DonaldJTrump.com, and to be more specific, if you will um, email events, or go to this website, I should say events.donaldjtrump.com, events.donaldjtrump.com, and uh, that's where you will go, and you'll be able to register for tickets online. Well, one last piece of advice. This is a political event, and what that means is, let's say, and I'm not saying the hall seats this, so don't, don't get misunderstood. Let's say uh, there's 300 or 500. Let's say there's 500 people. It's a, it's a room for 500. Now, what they'll probably do is they may distribute, say, 700 tickets because people will go to events.DonaldJTrump.com And uh, they won't come. So be aware that they are going to distribute more tickets than seats are available. So if you go to that website and uh, they're still distributing tickets, uh, secure your tickets. And uh, I I would be at the door at 1 o'clock tomorrow And um, uh, because uh, if you want to get in and you want to have an opportunity to be a part of this event, that is the way that uh, you have to play it. And that, uh, between the president's visit a couple days ago, now the vice president, that just gives you a little more insight and information about how important the Sunshine State is going to be as we move forward. And, uh, quite frankly, how important you are. Evangelicals are, (laughs) excuse me, are the base for Donald Trump. If evangelicals don't Uh, Review, recognize, and appreciate these promises made, promises kept, and uh, sort of uh, put away all the other static. But looking at these two platforms, the Biden platform, the Trump platform, and where they would take America, I'll tell you what, time for all evangelicals, I believe, to support the person who more supports their values, and um, that would be you going to wrap things up i'll be back with you tomorrow for the bill bunkley show starting at three full hours at three o'clock and uh going to take a little time out but i wish you a wonderful evening hey be blessed and get some rest sing some praises spend some time with the lord all tonight till tomorrow at three god bless and good night
14: France can